0: land welcome to day 557.5 day of lockdown kidding sorry sorry to start off in a bit of a demi downer but welcome to another um episode of conversations with kath it's been a bit it's been a hot minute I have been busy um, with lockdown, depression and anxiety and sitting down to work and then crying or being like, I can't do this. But we're here, we're here in Queer and um, we're doing another part of our Heartbreak Club series and in honour of majority of Australia being in lockdown, we're going to do Love in Lockdown. Sorry if you're an overseas listener and you're like, I don't care. Yeah. I was going to elaborate there, but I don't know what else to say. Enjoy if you're from overseas. Um, You might still get something from this, but maybe not. I'm jealous. I'm jealous of all of you out of lockdown and vaccinated up um, because here in Australia, we are not. And Sydney is in a bit of a pickle. And I live in Sydney currently, so, you know. Um, so let's start. Love in lockdown. Well, more importantly, actually, break down. Break down. <laughs> Many of those. Break up in lockdown. I, man, it has been a time, let me tell you. Like, I just think back to my life three months ago and I go, man, I had no idea what was coming for me. I thought what I just had, like the chillest nicest cutest little life going on and then literally like boom everything changed it's actually been so crazy because like I got dumped like blindsidedly dumped as you all know from part one um blindsidedly dumped literally out of nowhere and it took me like like I was like Obviously, I had, like, no uh, – and like, I was just, like, what the fuck? And I was, like, fucked for, like, a month. And then I started to, like, get my, like – you know, I started to get my head around it. And I was, like, it's okay. Like, sometimes you don't have answers in life and whatever. And was starting to, like, come slightly alive, I suppose. And then literally a month to the day, I got hit with, like, another wave of news about my breakup, which brought me back to square one. And I was just like effed up again and then literally three weeks after that we go into a lockdown like God God truly be testing me out here and then as of today our restrictions got tightened and our cases are just like through the roof and I'm just like a stressed stressed anxious slightly depressed slightly optimistic little bunny right now and. Um, so we are going to talk about, yeah, like I said, love and lockdown, but also as this is a Heartbreak Club series, breakups in lockdown, as I am still going through a breakup. I'm at like a totally different stage of my breakup now. It's like been three months, so I'm starting to like get my personality back, um, but still very much in grief and the grief and the loneliness is heightened by the fact that we in a lockdown. And I'm also decided to attempt to move back into the apartment that I was living with in sorry with my ex I've completely redecorated the place so don't stress about that but it's still super triggering and also like my plan when I was like I'm gonna try and move back in was to like have heaps of people around and maybe have a little party and like you know fill the space but I am absolutely unable to do that because we are in a lockdown like I've said a 100 times already um so it is a bit triggering so I'm actually in this weird process right now where And like, do I stay here? Do I go back to my dad's house? I don't know. That's none of your problem. But yeah, it's been a time. It's been a time. It's been a time. And I really like my heart breaks for anyone else out there like me that is going through a breakup during lockdown or is in grief or I don't know, is just, you know, maybe I I think we're all not really in the best place, but if you're like certain circumstances make the whole ordeal more stressful or more intense than my heart goes out to you because that's how you know I'm feeling right now I think without lockdown I was already in a really tough place given everything that's gone on in my personal life um and this lockdown is just you know the little the little slash huge cherry on top so I do want to acknowledge that anyone else going through heartbreak right now Not a vibe, not a vibe. Um, So I'm going to break this episode into a few parts because I kind of want to cater to people like myself that are going through heartbreak in a lockdown, which is heavy, Um, as well as just like love in lockdown, as in like people that are single in lockdown, like myself this time round and some things that I've been trying to do and that maybe we can do to like help ease the loneliness in a very physically lonely time unless of course you're in a happy loving relationship which was me actually the first lockdown we have i was like falling in love so totally different experience and then this time around i'm like heartbroken over the same person so like also a bit triggering too because i'm like oh my god lol the last time i was in a lockdown like this i was literally like in the biggest love bubble of my life and now i'm like in the biggest heartache bubble of my life (sighs) wow the energy energy do be manic Okay, so the first part we're going to talk about um, heartbreak in lockdown. So if that's not you, you can skip past us if you want or maybe just listen for shits and gigs. Um, But some of the things that I've been doing, it has been tough. Like, I'm not going to lie. I maybe like two weeks ago, like was really struggling With it all, I think it's too, like, this thing, like, I mean, obviously it depends on, like, why you and your significant other broke up, Um, but I do personally find that when the world feels like it does right now, or for me anyway, it's got, like, a tinge of world-ending vibes, even though, relax, the world's not ending, this will end, and we will, you know, somewhat go back to normal, and everything will be in quotation marks, fine, eventually. So, like, this isn't me saying the world's ending because it's not. Don't freak out, my anxious friends. Um, But it does have that tinge of, like, world-ending vibes, if that makes sense. And when I get like that, I don't know if anyone else gets this, but I get very, like, fuck everything. Like, I just want to, like, you know, make amends with anyone I have, like, I maybe have, like, I don't know, conflict with, even though I don't actually really have conflict with that many people. I should go get myself some more conflict, guys. Um, But you know what I mean? Like, and anyways, in this circumstance, like, I feel like with an ex-partner, it makes you just want to, like, hold on to them or go back or forget anything bad that has happened because you're just like, the world is ending. So, like, I want you here. I don't know. Does anyone else get that? I get that. And even in my circumstance, like, I have no reason... On a logical sense, obviously emotionally, like, you can't help feelings. You can't help if you're, like, in love with someone or were in love with them or, like, whatever. But from, like, a logical sense, like, the situation I'm in is, like, I should absolutely not want to bar of the situation because it's pretty bad. But even in that context, this lockdown is making me want to, like, throw all the logic out the window and just, like, be crazy, if you know what I mean which I'm not doing. But I do understand how the lockdown can bring those sort of emotions and those sort of feelings um up because that's how I'm feeling right now. Like it's really hard like you're trying to like heal and like focus on yourself and like go through the grief in like this healthy way, but like you're in these really abnormal, scary, lonely circumstances where the world feels really unsafe and when you feel unsafe and there's also this collective feeling of unsafety you want to go to comfort and a lot of the time significant others or exes or even current partners or whatever can feel like that comfort or also that comfort of a life before this you know like my ex not only you know not only am i like grieving them but also they remind me of like happy times before this um which makes me like that picture equals comfort even though it's a false sense of comfort because it's not what the circumstance is right now my bodily reaction is to want to run back to that thing or or you know even though running back to it is like not maybe an option um there's like a longing for it. Maybe that's a better word, you know, like that longing for like without reason, not like a, oh, I miss them or I miss this about the relationship and I'm in grief. So I'm going to like grieve it and then I'm going to sit with my grief and then I'm going to go out and have a picnic with my friends and remind myself that I'm a wholly, fully fleshed human that has friends and can get things from other people can't do that in lockdown so instead like sometimes that missing instead of it turning into like healthy grief that you then move through and it becomes easier and yada 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 all the things instead it gets heightened 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 and then you can't even like think logically and you end up just like longing in a really intense way for that person or for that thing that is actually like false because it doesn't exist like that anymore but those feelings can like overwhelm you and I really sympathize with that that's something I've been struggling with I feel like the past week which I'll touch on in a second, has been maybe a bit more than a week, maybe like 10 days, has been like a feel bit different. I feel like a shift in my energy. But before then, I was really, really struggling with that. And it was for me, like I had no desire, like it's not like I actually wanted on like, like I said, on a logical level, I don't want my ex, obviously, because God, I can't tell you the gossip, but because of some not great things. But it's still, like, the, the feelings still kind of overrid that, um, and I can't describe it, because, like, again, it's, like, logically, I'm, like, I don't actually want, it's like, I don't want them like back or like around or like anything like that it's more just like that feeling of like the longing the longing sorry and the missing is so intense right now and I think it's definitely because of lockdown because I can't do anything to distract myself and I'm also in the same apartment that we lived in which is like not a vibe um yes but things have been looking up for me mentally and I guess my heart as well in this lockdown for the past like yeah week to 10 days vibes um firstly there was a level of acceptance i think since the beginning of this lockdown collided with my super intense breakup um i was really fighting it um i felt like this feeling of wanting to escape wanting to find a way out of sydney even um i couldn't accept almost that this was happening i was almost in a bit of a denial as well I was like oh this isn't going to go on much longer um i i don't know i just felt like i was really running away from it like i was really just like this isn't happening and uh i've maybe also a bit disassociated almost from it all including my breakup actually and I I just couldn't accept and then when I did think about it instead of it being like thinking about it in like a realistic way it was more of like a collapse like the overwhelm of everything that's happening right now would just like hit me and then I would end up just like a mess mess like not just like oh I'm a bit upset like just having a breakdown because I wasn't like processing what was actually happening in like a healthy way and that includes like I said the lockdown collided with the breakup it's hard to know what's what right now but i think it's a combination of both and yeah about like 10ish days ago ago sorry i just had this real um feeling of acceptance like acceptance of firstly what is happening that it's not going to last forever and it will eventually end but it's probably not going to end anytime soon and that is okay and to find a way to rejig my life. Today threw me because they changed our restrictions. So I am feeling really anxious about that because I felt like I figured my, my rhythm out and a lot of my, like, soul pod people live not far away but, like, within my radius that's now changed. Anyways, I don't know why I'm getting into these details. Anyways, today threw me. But before today, I... Just kind of sat down and I was like, this is what's happening. I'm not going to try to run away. I'm accepting this. I'm still going to find a way to grieve in a healthy um, way and accept the fact that this is my life right now. My life is without my significant other and I need to learn to accept that and move through it. Right now, I'm living in this apartment. That might not be forever, but for now, it's where I need to be um, and I can change that also at any moment. I'm not stuck here because everything can obviously feel very like especially in a lockdown you just feel trapped and stuck but i'm like nope you can change that at any moment if you want to um and also just like because i became to this level of like acceptance and like adjusting instead of fighting i kind of sat down and i was like hey what are the things i can do in this lockdown what are the things i'm going to work on what are the things i'm going to create etc and when i like accepted and i also like Kind of stopped being disassociated, I suppose, from what was happening around me, including the breakup. To bring it back to that, um, there was almost this level of peace, and it didn't mean that it didn't hurt any less because I actually had to face the fact that we're not getting out of this lockdown anytime soon, and my heart is broken, and I am missing someone that didn't really exist in the way that I had concocted in my head, or even at the time. Um, and there's a lot of like trauma around that, but when I like. Accepted the situation for what it is. I don't know, there was a bit of peace to it because I was actually able to move through it and figure it out rather than fighting it and pretending it didn't exist. And it has helped me a lot be able to also not collapse. So when I have moments like tonight with the new restrictions, caused me a lot of anxiety today. And then tonight I'm feeling quite lonely in this apartment. And Like before, like I was saying, when I'm in this like disassociated like denial mode, when I would get that feeling of the anxiety of the pandemic and then mixed with a breakup, I would like collapse and be like a fucking mess, like not in a good way because I was running. And then as soon as I stopped running, it would like slap me in the face. But because I'm not running anymore and I'm like trying to accept and be with where I am and just learn how to adapt and be resilient when i do get the feelings that i have tonight i haven't like collapsed i shed like a few tears on the toilet and i'm a little bit anxious in my tummy right now but there's no like collapse i'm still able to like think clearly get on mic um phone a friend do something like productive um and when i say productive that doesn't mean like i know i'm like on a podcast right now so you might be like oh productive means working no it fucking doesn't i mean productive have been like call a friend read a book watch a tv show rather than like have a breakdown Um, yeah. So the acceptance has like helped me filter through that better. So yeah, I say this for anyone as well, that's been hit with like the double whammy of, you know, a significant life event or a breakup, um, during this lockdown, um, or the heightness of the pandemic in Australia right now, because in Australia, it feels very like, feels like we're back to square one it's a very weird um feeling so if you are in a position similar where like you've been hit with a significant life event before or during um yeah this situation that we're in right now in australia um yeah my biggest piece of advice would be to try and catch yourself when you can feel yourself running from the grief and the pain and this isn't me saying to completely immerse yourself and sit in it because I don't think that's healthy either and I think that is also a huge problem with the lockdown because you're unable to dip in and out of grief um because you can't like you know go out and go to a party or you know all the things that we do But it is more practicing acceptance to this is the scenario and now how are we going to adapt to it? Because I was finding that instead of being resilient and adapting, I was trying to push it away and run and be avoidant and be disassociated. So then when it would catch up with me it was like i was unable to like process it all so something yeah huge that has changed for me is the acceptance of the situation i'm in right now and just learning to just like breathe sit down and accept it and adapt like be in my apartment spend my time redecorating spend my time working on new projects i went out today and just bought like i spent a ridiculous amount on arts and crafts actually so embarrassing I Literally, like, heard the new restrictions and had like a panic attack, and like went straight to Office Works with my mask and gloves on and spent like $300 on craft stuff. I don't even paint, guys. Like, I'm not a good painter. Like, I'm really not. I'm not proud of it. Anyways, okay, moving on. Cool. So, acceptance, accepting, we're gonna, we're accepting what's happening. Amazing. Now, before I move on to the love and lockdown part, I'm going to stick with this theme here with the people like myself that are going through breakups or grief during this lockdown pandemic vibes. Um, So as I was saying, like usually when we're not in a pandemic and you get dumped, you wallow and you're a bit depresso for like, let's say, however long it takes you, there's no timeline. But I was like pretty solid month of feeling really fucked up. And then you kind of go, I'm going to try and like become a human again. So you like go out for lunch with your friends. You go out to a dance party. Dance party. Wow, I sound like I'm 50 years old. I clearly don't party enough, guys. You go to the club. Okay, you go to the club. You go to the bar. You go to the house party. You go to see a movie. You maybe go on a date. You go on a holiday. Um, all the things. And that's how you learn to like come back into yourself and like establish your own personality and life without this person and also just like fun distractions to help you like you know you got to grieve a bit and then you go out and you do something fun like it's important to distract yourself during hard times it's really difficult to do that right now because we can't go to the club we can't go to the party we can't really date properly um we can't go for a bit of retail therapy unless you're on the internet like me every night panic buying clothes um (laughs) i actually have a rule side note if you're someone that does that during this pandemic i make a new rule where i'm allowed to fill my card at night but i cannot buy the things until the morning and then most of the time by the morning i realize i actually don't want the things slash don't want to waste my money that's a good tip just to all my late night shoppers out there anyways um yeah so it's about again like becoming resilient accepting the situation and adapting and i think there is you know obviously right now there's nothing i want more than to be in the middle of a dance floor with all the people i love sweaty moving my body to some fun dance music there's nothing i want more it's like all i want right now but we can't have that yet so instead of that We're gonna find the second best options within this pandemic to help be able to distract ourselves from the grief. Because if we don't find ways and we sit in it for too long, it's gonna be detrimental to our mental health and it's probably not gonna help the grieving process. It can also lead to like those really annoying, like impulsive, manic decisions that we make when we're in heartache, like calling your ex. Or calling another ex or, you know, we all love like the late night phone call at 11 o'clock being like, I don't know why I'm calling you. I'm just like, you know, we don't want to do that. Your ex also doesn't deserve that. Don't give them that validation, especially if they fucked you over and did something really shitty to you. I can't talk. I'm the biggest culprit of like people treating me like dirt and me being like, it's fine, Literally my life story. Anyways, but we don't want to do that. So we're gonna find other ways to help move through the grief and distract ourselves within these small little parameters that we have. Now, obviously, if you obviously if you're overseas, you this I mean, if you're not going through a breakup, this doesn't really apply to you, but all good. Also, if you're going through a breakup but you don't live in a state that's locked down, or you don't even live in Australia, this might be irrelevant to you as well. But still, here for the laughs, here for the giggles. Um but some things that I've been doing have been like I mentioned before the painting now I'm really not a good painter I don't even know how this is going to go I haven't actually used the paints yet so maybe it's an awful idea but I feel like other people are way more crafty than me so maybe painting is your thing but this is what I mean by like activities that we can replace for now to help us like escape away from ourselves and you know fill our cup ups a bit and like establish some sort of a sense of self and creativity in my opinion is like one of the best ways to do that so whatever that means to you maybe you are a painter as well or you like to draw or i don't know some people like sewing what are the creative things making a podcast maybe um yeah so kind of finding activities like creative activities that you can use in order to create some sort of escapism um Another thing that has helped me, like, it's actually embarrassing how much it has helped me this week. And I don't know anyone here who follows me on Instagram, which I think would be, I'm sure, majority. I don't know how else you'd find this podcast. But if not, follow me on Instagram if you want. Um, I have been putting up my little segments in the morning Um, where I'm just, like, having a massive boogie town, Um, but honestly, like they haven't just been for the gram. I have been listening to dance music, like nonstop at the moment. And it has been embarrassingly a game changer. Like obviously I'm lucky. Um, well not so lucky in other ways, but lucky right now that I am by myself. So I can just like blast music all day and it's not going to bother anyone. Um, but all day long while I'm working, I just like, as soon as I wake up, dance music goes on and I just like literally jump out of bed and I dance like all morning like I'll dance and then I'll you know make my coffee and then even like in between working I'll just like have a little boogie and I don't know why it has just been like building the serotonin levels up to the max um and has been a complete lifesaver when it comes i think to feeling quite you know down and not being able to fully get into my body and not like feel my body and feel myself and i know me like dance floors outside of lockdown are such a place where i find and i don't go out dancing a lot but like when i do it's usually with a purpose like literally like two weeks before this lockdown happened i went for a dance and it was so like spiritual for me like it was just like the first time since the breakup that i just like completely fell into my body and just like felt myself and felt good and felt i don't know dancing just does things for me specifically dance floors, but obviously we don't have dance floors right now. So I'm creating my own at home and it really helps me just like get back into my body and feel joy and like escape. And um, yeah, just like feel myself, which is something that you want to do when you are um, single or like newly single. You want to learn how to like get into your own body and feel yourself and feel the autonomy of just you in this world. Um, and yeah, for me I find boogieing and dancing um a really big outlet uh for that. So I definitely recommend using music as meditation because music is fucking healing and I think it can really help us not only those who are going through grief and heartbreak, but also just like those that are feeling a bit shitty in lockdown, definitely chuck on tunes and dance all fucking day long because I have been doing it and it sounds embarrassing but honestly it has helped me so goddamn much so those videos weren't just for the gram that's literally what I've been doing every day specifically in the morning to like get my serotonin levels up and help me you know feel myself and not fall into a heap and be like oh my god what's the point because it can feel a bit like that at the moment especially if you're going through shit so that's another thing I've been doing also when it comes to work I have been trying to schedule things in um, just to establish some sort of a routine so which has been really hard because like every time I sit down at my computer to do work I literally just like don't want to do it not in like a I don't want to do it way like not in like a you know, no one really wants to do work but just in a way of like i find it so fucking hard like i'm struggling more than ever and i actually really enjoy my work so it's actually not really usually that much of a chore for me because i love what i do um but i've been really struggling but i have been trying to establish a bit of a routine like I exercise most mornings around-ish the same time. Um, I try and make sure that I go for like a walk a day as well and I've also been making a conscious effort to four times a week watch the sunset and I know I just named all the things I have nothing to do with work so you're like what do you mean but I just mean that as in like obviously doing work in between then scheduling that in but I just mean establishing some some sort of a routine um just to help your body regulate itself otherwise it can just you know it it, I feel like when you're going through grief your body is already in a state of uh shock or survival um essentially so if you add a lack of routine in on top of that physically it can really just spiral your body out of control so i think especially if you're going through grief it's really important to establish some sort of routine in this lockdown um even if that's just little little small things um it can really make a big difference on your mental health and the way that you move through Within that routine, I would also suggest doing some sort of reflective activity um, just to help stay on top of the grief and the breakup. For me, that is, as you all know, journaling. I love to journal. So I've been trying to do that for at least 20 minutes in the morning or in the afternoon just to kind of check in with my body, check in with my heart, check in with my emotions and I kind of dedicate that time to the grief. Um, So I dedicate that, you know, 20 minutes to an hour to the grief to get my thoughts out on paper, maybe have a little cry, have a little reflection and then I shut my book and that's the end of it and I put a little boundary around it and I go, I'm not going there until my next little hour tomorrow And that way, whenever like really intense thoughts come up or really, you know, intense emotions um, when it comes to the breakup, I kind of go, nope, okay, remember, noted, I'm not going to deal with that until my hour tomorrow when I can sit down. Um, And it just helps, you know, put a boundary, you got to have boundaries with grief, otherwise it can completely just take over your whole being and you don't get a break from it and That's not good for anyone, especially not when we can't get out of ourselves much at the moment due to lockdown. So that's journaling for me as well as um, I have a therapist and I see her once, sometimes twice a week at the moment. So I also dedicate that time to um, all that sort of stuff. So that also helps. And then before we move on into the love and lockdown part for all of us single humans, I do just also want to say those who are also going through a heartbreak, like also just go easy on yourself. Like I can say all these things, but at the end of the day, some days you're just in bed crying, thinking the world is ending with a bowl of cornflakes. I do know why I said cornflakes because I had cornflakes tonight for dinner. I fucking love cornflakes. Cornflakes are underrated. Let me just put it out there. Buy yourself some cornflakes. They're good lockdown food. Anyways, you know what I'm saying. Um, Just go easy on yourself because, yeah, like, I say all this because, like, I'm on a podcast and I'm trying to sound professional and, like, I know what's going on. But really, like, there are some days where I just, like, don't stick to all the things I just said and I'm just like, fuck this. I feel like the world is ending and I feel like my life just fell apart and I don't know who I am anymore. That happens regularly. So don't feel guilty for that either there is no perfect way to move through grief because grief is complicated and intense and it can bring up your own stuff and your own trauma and yeah and it's also like when someone like I don't know like it depends why you broke up too. like if you were if it was amicable I guess it's a bit different but if it wasn't and maybe you got blindsided or dumped or cheated on um or there was infidelity of some kind lying etc etc You know, it's different for everyone and when you're in situations where, like, you've been, in quotation marks, like, done wrong by or, like, on paper something that is, like, not the best behavior known to mankind. It's really hard not to feel as though you're being punished for someone else or that there's something wrong with you or maybe you did something to deserve it or the things and I'm here to tell you that you didn't and sometimes people just do fucked up things and... There's just no other way to explain it except for the fact that humans are complicated and messy and sometimes fucking stupid and ruthless. And that's just the way it is. And the only thing that we can do is control our reactions to things and control the way that we then decide to learn from situations rather than dwell on them and sit in them and then become a destructive person ourselves. So do you take it as a lesson? You wrap it up in a little bow, you put it under the tree. It's another shiny thing for you once you learn to accept it as that and you know learn from not the lesson because i don't like that it sounds like patronizing not really the lesson but more just like what the world is the gift that the world is giving you in the experience because experience I mean, life is just a series of memories and emotions so it's another story to tell it's another something you'll laugh about in a few years and it's a way to grow grow and evolve and you know add the beautiful scars to your body that make us who we are um yeah there's my little there's my there's my sermon the end drop mic no not drop mic i have no idea what i'm saying guys anyways it's like 10 o'clock at night anyways okay so now we're gonna get into love in lockdown this is just like a general little fun chat for me and all my single humans out here doing lockdown maybe struggling maybe not depending on the kind of person you are and the first thing i'm going to talk about is how do we find intimacy in lockdown when physical touch um isn't really a thing and if you're a casual sex kind of person that is much less of an option if not not an option at all um and also, you know, again, touching on those who have recently maybe gone through a breakup, it's heightened because you have been getting all of that physical touch at a drop of a hat, um, or maybe you're living with the person like I was. Um, and now it's just completely gone and you can't get it in small ways from, you know, even friends and stuff because we're not touching each other because we're living in a pandemic. Um so I it's been an interesting journey for me because it was a snap quick change to a lot of affection to absolutely nothing and then being put in a lockdown. Um so I'm not going to say something I've been struggling with um because I have an interesting relationship to intimacy, but I definitely think I've been missing physical touch and the small I say small because I don't really know a better way to put it but like the subtleties of intimacy for me I adore a handhold a little kiss um a little make out um for me I'm kind of like a take it or leave it when it comes to sex I know that sounds weird I do like sex but I really have to be in the mood for it and I really have to be vibing the situation and the person. For me, when it comes to intimacy, I get the most joy out of the small things, and they're the things that I really miss obviously, from um, being in a partnership, but also just like I'm very tactile with my friends. I love a handhold, I love a hug. Um, I kiss a lot of my friends hello. I'm just like a very like intimate person even when in my friendships. So to lose that and lose um, the everyday intimacy, um, obviously I live with my ex. So it was like literally everyday kisses and cuddles and handholds and, you know, all the things. So, yeah, I have probably recently, when I say recently, I mean probably the past like three weeks to a month, have been really feeling the absence of intimacy. Um, And I've been trying to do a few things that I can do in order to fill the void. And for me, it has been deciding to explore further intimacy with myself, which it totally depends on, like, obviously the kind of person you are and, like, how much you have already done of that. But I feel like I went through a stage when I went through... A breakup when I was dating a guy for like oh, a little bit like two years and that was an interesting uh, journey on its own and is kind of woven into my coming out story but story for another day uh, but when we broke up I went on a very I was gonna use the word intense but intense sounds too intense <laughs> for the subject matter but I went on this uh, subtly in-depth uh, journey of exploring not only my sexuality, but when I say sexuality, my body and my relationship to sex and with myself. And it was when I really started getting into, you know, masturbating and feeling comfortable within that space and buying new toys and going to sex shops and All that side of stuff that i'd really hit away and i'd been very out of touch with my body and with sex for a very long time and it's something i still do struggle with now which i actually think i want to do a separate episode on um my relationship to sex and you know sexuality is a spectrum but i haven't done that i suppose in a while and obviously that's a product of being in a relationship you just you know, maybe don't explore yourself as much because you're exploring yourself a lot of the time with another person or just being lazy or I don't know, or I do think living with someone, you don't really get like intimate time by yourself as much. So on this, not on this, during this lockdown with the absence of intimacy in a very big way for myself, I have kind of embarked on a rediscovery of myself and learning where I sit on the sexual, um, sexual sexuality I suppose spectrum um I'm definitely not asexual like at all but I don't need I'm not like driven by sex but I feel like making the time each day to either make love to myself or just like have a moment with myself has helped reclaim autonomy over my body and over intimacy during this time like I said when there isn't a lot I've also been trying to find intimacy in more, um, or I guess maybe taking the really subtle acts of intimacy, like just talking to a friend or having a really in-depth conversation with a friend. Um, I'm trying to not reshape the way I think about that, but I guess learning that for now that is enough and that can you know I mean it's hard I say that and like you know we need physical touch and we can't get it and it's hard but I guess that goes back to my first point using this as an opportunity to like explore yourself um and then when it comes to like my friends or you know if you want to go on a date or whatever obviously it's fucking impossible to do that virtually when we just want to like hug someone but unfortunately this is the time we're living in and we just need to learn to define intimacy in different ways also if you're like dating someone virtually like again like i'm a sucker for human touch so i don't know why i'm saying this but if it's your thing you know we got things like phone sex and facetime sex some whole new world that i've never been a part of but you know apparently it's a thing so you can get explorative um with other people but i personally have been focusing on learning deeper intimacy and connection with myself um and also just again to keep it simple like knowing that this will come to an end and like when we are finally allowed to like make out with people in the middle of the dance floor on a saturday night we'll just fucking relish in it like there's no tomorrow um so i'm looking forward to that and in the meantime i've got my sex toys i've got myself i've got facetime i've got walks with friends and that is just going to have to do for now um also um another really good idea actually on the intimacy side of things if if you're someone that enjoys writing and just for fun or whatever, I had a friend who kind of got into writing like erotica to kind of fill their fec- like sexual, not fantasies, that's the wrong word, but needs during this lockdown. So that's another good recommendation of an outlet that you could do um, something for you by you. Uh, yeah, but that is like my main tips when it comes to intimacy. I know it's limited. But I think this is a really golden opportunity, especially if you're newly single, to like rediscover your body and sex with yourself, whatever that looks like. And yeah, I don't know, I feel like it's important and I feel like the universe gives us weird and wacky opportunities and it's helpful to take them up and to learn what you can when the universe gives you an obstacle like such so that's what i've been doing to build intimacy throughout this time and then there's also days where i just get like sad and depressed i'm like i just want someone to make out with me i just want someone to hold my hand down the street i miss this that and the other um but i come back to those things i take a breath and realize that this isn't gonna last forever and i'm gonna Appreciate human touch so much more when it's done. And for the meantime, there's other ways I can go about connections like that, like investing in my friendships and making love to myself. And if I really want to later on the track, maybe we're going to a dating app and virtually date someone. Who knows? Um, but yes. There's also this like, um, not concept that's the wrong word but this idea too, and I don't know if I definitely like I can't say I definitely feel this because obviously I just got out of a hectic relationship um but like this feeling of like time wasted and I think this also gonna add comes back to that really annoying gross patriarchy concept that like women and non-binary people are like you know biological clocks and like you want to make sure you found your significant other by like your late 20s so then you can i understand that train of thought to an extent but also it's a crock of bullshit but i do feel like there's this feeling of like i found this um semi around me of people just being like i you know want to settle down and i feel like i can't you know meet people um and yeah i guess meet people in order to find the one if you believe in that concept. But, I mean, the one to settle down with, you know, it happens. Um, And that can cause a lot of anxiety in people. Obviously, I can't fully relate to that as I just got out of a relationship and I'm also a bit younger, so, you know. But I do understand that feeling. Um, I can only relate it to the fact that, like, I obviously want to, like, meet people and, you know, date and have fun and I can't do that but I do understand how someone, you know, I've I've seen and heard a lot of things of people being like I just feel like I'm not wasting my time but like you know um not able to meet new people when like I want to and I'm ready to like m- meet someone significant um And, you know, I don't have a, I mean, obviously I don't have a solution to that and I, but I can sympathize with that. But I feel like what I'm trying to do during this time is go inwards in both a deep, sense and also like a frivolous sense um I don't know if any of you have seen on my Instagram me dancing and stuff like I've been trying to do things like that in order to like really come into myself and connect to myself in like a way that I don't usually do or don't have time to do because I'm like running around and working and blah 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 blah, seeing people all the things so as much as I understand that it's like we do have to we do have to see the fact that like life isn't linear and um there's no timeline on anything uh there's also other ways to like obviously virtually date people I know it's like not that fun and not that encouraging but there is that but for me whenever I feel those feelings of like I want to meet people I want to meet someone I want to like you know be single in that way I try and come back to the fact that like and what I was saying before is like acceptance and resilience to the circumstances we're in and finding the little pockets of of things that we can do instead in order to come out of this you know I'm not going to say better because I feel like it's like toxic positivity but in in a non-pressured way better or just more connected to ourselves. so then when we can go out and meet people and date and whatever again we feel very comfortable within who we are and the fact that we can do this alone and like when I say alone obviously I mean very alone because we can't be surrounded by a lot of people right now and we are stuck with our thoughts and that can be overwhelming um, and we do need breaks from it but also it can be this golden opportunity to learn more about our self um, and what it means to be alone and resilient on your own so then also when you do meet that person it can be the right person because you're not just doing it out of a necessity to find someone or be with someone you're doing it because you actually like the person um and you actually want to be there but you're also okay if you're not there um i know me personally when i'm single i find i like not cling on to things but i can become uh i guess maybe slightly a bit like grippy on people like even people that in my head I know don't actually fill me up to a a level that I want in an intimate partner but I kind of just like accept it because I don't want to be on my own I guess which is kind of a fucked up thing to admit but I think I am like that a little bit Um, and this experience is teaching me to learn to be on my own and love you know, being by myself so that when this does end, because it will end, we have to keep reminding ourselves of that. It will eventually end. I feel really capable standing on my own two feet so I can call in a very significant and an actual significant other that has great significance to me, not just filling a void. Um, But I also do sympathize with the fact that that thought um, or the thought of being alone and not being able to like, you know, play the field is rife right now and I have moments where I definitely feel that, but I'm also trying to, you know, use it as a golden opportunity to date myself, essentially. Um, And that's really exciting and I'm learning a lot and I'm finding joy um, and grounding in really like frivolous activities I wouldn't usually participate in, like dancing my ass off by myself for like an hour every morning. I wouldn't usually do that and now I get to do that and it's making me learn a lot about myself and feel comfortable in myself and have fun by myself, um, which is something I'm not very good at because I am a bit of a relationship whore, so yeah. I think that's where I'm going to leave it today um, for Love in Lockdown and yeah, just conclude on the fact that I think this time is really hard when it comes to romance because it's kind of semi non-existent unless it's virtual, which kind of sucks and also sympathize to those like myself that are going through breakups um, and maybe with those breakups come some really confronting and heavy emotions depending on the circumstance of the breakup and I yeah sympathize with the fact that this is really fucking hard and really intense uh so please like if you are also going through a breakup or a betrayal or grief of any kind do go easy on yourself um and if you're single uh take this as an opportunity to As cliche and kind of cringe as it sounds like fall in love with yourself and learn more about yourself so that eventually when you do find that person or you do you know we are able to go out again and meet people and date and all this stuff you're doing it from a place of like self love and acceptance and feeling grounded within yourself so you actually choose the right person um and i feel like we don't take enough time to kind of date ourselves and i feel like this is the perfect opportunity to date ourselves because there's not a lot going on and we can't distract ourselves with external things um as much so i think for me being single as well as heartbroken i'm using it as an opportunity to get to know myself more than ever and find out what i like and what i believe in and be creative within my body and my spirit um Which, yeah, for me is definitely something I don't do uh, really ever. So that's the way I'm kind of approaching love in lockdown. I'm using it as a golden opportunity to, yeah, learn more about myself um, and date myself. And even explore, like, even in the dating myself thing, that includes sexually as well. I have a really interesting relationship with sex and I struggle with my libido. It's not always very high and um even when it comes to making love to myself as well as with another person i i don't know like i I feel like like i mean as we all know sexuality is a spectrum and i'm not really sure exactly where i sit on that spectrum so i have also been like using this as a as an opportunity to explore that and um figure out like what I actually want and what I actually need from intimacy, which has been really interesting. And maybe I'll do a podcast episode on it. Who knows? Um, but yeah, that's, that's it for now. And i um, sending love to anyone in lockdown, anyone going through a breakup, all the things this time is really heavy and, I've been struggling and if you've been struggling, obviously no, you're not alone because this is a lot. Um, what the world is going through right now is a lot and we're all in survival mode and when this ends, I feel like the actual weight of what we're going through right now will hit us. So just know that your body's in survival mode and it's okay to indulge, oh, I don't like the word indulge, but do activities that... Are just like numbing a bit don't view it as like oh I'm not looking after myself because it's really hard to look after yourself right now we're just surviving so if you're sleeping in and you're scrolling your phone all day long go easy on yourself because um, we go to addictive and self destructive behaviors when we're wanting to uh, escape so know that the collective energy is hectic and strong and you need to just breathe into it do what you can don't be hard on yourself um, and yeah Okay, goodbye.